Blog Talk Radio.
I am Jehovah, the mighty God. Welcome to Miracle Outreach Ministries on Sunday. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is a great day to be in the kingdom. Amen. God is moving in the earth. He's touching hearts, especially the hearts of our young people. And he's moving them to begin to pray and seek him and worship him. And we pray that your young people are a part of that. We pray that their hearts are moved by the spirit of God and that they are humbling themselves and seeking his faith, turning from their wicked ways, that he will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Amen, amen. And the rest of us, we ought to be in agreement. Amen. God is ready to move. He's moving already. And so this is not a time for us to be slack nor complacent. It's the time for us to be on the move with God. Amen. The leadership solicits your prayers as we are under direct attack of the enemy. In fact, the ministry is under attack. So if you're sitting there and you're just in la-la land, well, it's time to wake up. Amen. It's time to get up early before the service and pray for the church. Move into spiritual warfare. Use that prayer language that you've been practicing 15 minutes a day. Amen. It's time to go to battle, and it's time to win the battle. Amen. Praise the Lord. Special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. We are a Christian, Protestant, non-denominational church, an Internet church, and a local church assembly established in the love of God in Jesus' name. We welcome you in Jesus' name, and we invite you to join us in our chat room. Our chat room is located on our webpage, and our webpage is MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's MiracleInternetChurch.com. That's our webpage. And when you get to our page, across the banner, you'll see MIC Radio Chat, MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. And... When the page changes, click guest. To the page changes, sign in using your name, your birth name, the one that's on your birth certificate. Amen. Sign in using your name. Praise the Lord. And greet the saints in the name of Jesus, and they will greet you in return. Amen. We also uh, celebrate. Uh, The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Amen. We celebrate the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ at the beginning of our service. So if you would like to get your elements ready, God bless you. God bless you. And we will begin with Holy Communion shortly. Amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. We want to thank God for his generosity and for the abundance of his grace. We are going to be um, doing things a little different in the days to come, just slightly different. 
there will not be any posting of the scriptures that uh, go along with the sermon during the sermons any longer. You have been receiving this blessing for many years, even when Pastor Pat was here. However, it's time to grow up. That's right. It's time to grow up and move on to the next phase that God has for us. So from today forward, there will no longer be any posting of the scriptures that are given with the sermon while the sermon is being given, nor will they be posted after the sermon. You will need to pay attention and to take notes and to write the scriptures down. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's the way we're going to do this. Thank you very much. It's time. Amen. It's time for us to grow up. We've been wearing diapers. Well, it's pull-up season. It's time to pull up, all right? So um, there will be no posting from today forward of the scriptures that are mentioned during the sermon. You will need to open your Bible. Turn to your pages, write them down, document the scriptures, and study them. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We uh, thank the Lord for all that he's doing among our membership. Yes, you do have to take notes from the beginning. There are some people that didn't know that, so I'm informing everyone. Okay? Praise the Lord. So uh, we, we thought we would let you know about that. And we will uh, handle uh, the fast schedule the exact same way it was from the last fast. Amen? Uh, and we'll not be given out verbally across the, um, across the message. We will continue to have the broadcast, but we will not give it out during the message like we had been doing. Uh, we're finding more efficient ways of doing things. And it will be posted on a day that we are not on the air in the chat room. And you will be notified, amen, in the chat room. So there you are. Nothing any different, really. We're just moving to another phase, and we're growing in the Lord. We're not being stagnant. We're developing. We're growing, and we're maturing, amen? So that means you will have a little bit more responsibility than you had before, and God says you're more than ready, so here it is. Praise God. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. So, the Lord has a word for us today, but first, we're going to repent of some sin. Yes, that's important in in our faith, repentance from sin. You know, there are no perfect people on this planet, and all of us trespass at some point. And the Bible says that we should come to him and confess our faults. And when we do, he is faithful and just to forgive us, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So we want to thank you. Amen. We want to thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. And we would like for everyone now to begin to focus because we're going to enter into a very serious, consecrated time in the service where we're going to come before the Lord. We're going to repent of our sins. We're going to ask him to cleanse us with his blood. And we're going to participate in Holy Communion. Amen? Praise the Lord. We're going to participate in Holy Communion. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's time for us to uh, to cease our comments in the chat room. 
It's time to repent of our sins, amen, and to participate in Holy Communion. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for the opportunity that we have to serve you while here on the earth. It's wonderful to get home and say, thank you, God, I made it home. But what did we do while we were in the earth? We realize, Father, that we are accountable for everything that we do, for the things that we do that are good and the things that could have been better. So today, Father, right now, we humble ourselves before you, and we take a few minutes, each of us, to repent of our own sins our own iniquity, our own shortcomings, our own failures, and what has not gone right. When we did not forgive when we had the opportunity, when we had thoughts that we should not have entertained, when we walked in pride when we should have been humble, we want to thank you, Lord. We want to thank you, and we give you praise for it in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, and we give you praise. So right now, Lord, we're all going to bow our heads for a few moments, and we're going to repent of our sins. Amen. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Thank you, Lord. Partake of the bread. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Partake of the cup. Thank you, Lord. And as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood, Lord. We thank you for the blood. We give you praise, glory, and honor. 
We trust you, Lord. Arayosa, Rikihisi, Rula, Ariosundi, the Brisha, that a breaker, did you want a lady of Suta? Rikid, did a Brisha, that a breaker, did you want a lady of Suta? We thank you that revival time has come, Father. Rula, Ariosa. It's time for the end gathering. Ah, Ariosa. This is the end time harvest, and we have waited for it. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know, some of you know very little about revival. Revival is a time when all over the world God is doing the same thing. He's bringing masses of people into the kingdom. He's reviving them, and he's bringing them to himself. People that have been cold on God, people that have been backslidden, they come to the Lord. People that have never known the Lord come to the Lord, and they come in masses. God does many wonderful and different things during revival. And so many of us are not prepared for what's going to happen, and many of us are not praying for it. But I'm here to tell you, it's time to pray for it. It's time. It's time for the showers of revival to sweep across every nation on the earth. Amen? Every single nation. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's going to require more of you than you've been giving God before. It's going to require more of you than it's been, than you've been giving God before. Some of you, God is going to wake up out of your sleep in the middle of the night, and it's not to see if you know how to go to the bathroom. He wants you to pray. He wants you to get up out of your bed, and he wants you to pray in your prayer language. He wants you to pray until he tells you to stop. Because he's going to use every available person to bring this to pass. Every available person, every available saint, every available saint, no matter your age, every available saint will be called to duty. Consider yourself called to duty right now. Every available saint. You see, Revival is not convenient. Dying on the cross was not convenient. And what God calls people to do during this time is not convenient. You will do whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do, and you will not rethink his instructions. You will not attempt to micromanage him. You will do exactly what he says to do. Amen. Do we all understand this? You will do exactly what he's telling you to do. God has taught us repeatedly on obedience. And some do, some don't, some will, some won't. But this is the time. This is the time. This is the time. This is the season. The prophets of old looked into this time and wished they could understand everything. But we're here living in it. We were called into the kingdom for such a time as this. So this is not the time to leave your tracks home when you leave the house. Ah, that's right. This is not a time to wake up sleepy-eyed, leaving the house, 
and then you run into somebody and don't have one scripture in your mouth. This is not the season for that. This is the season to be alert. This is the season to be ready. This is the season to stay prayed up. Amen? Do we all understand? This is the season to stay prayed up. Yes, you're going to have difficulties in your private lives. Why? Because the enemy wants to shut you down and stop you. God's been filling you with the word. He's been filling you. We've just about force-fed the word into you. We've about stuffed it into you. So you ought to have some words. You ought to be using those warfare scriptures that Brother Bill has already given to you. No, he's not going to give them to you today. He's already done that. You ought to already have them. They ought to be posted in the front of your Bible or someplace you can get to them immediately. It's wartime. It's wartime. Forget the civilian life. It's wartime. It's wartime. This is wartime. I want everybody paying full attention. I don't want your attention on anything else. This is wartime. Some of you still haven't got the idea that you ought to listen with the intent to obey. This is wartime. Wartime things are different. There's a different mindset. So your usual mindset, you need to set it aside. It doesn't work during this season. You need to be ready to do whatever God says to do. Some of you are too still, too much still in your carnal mind and in your carnal lifestyle. You're not ready to set it aside. Well, you're going to need to. You can't be first. God must be first. You can't be first. God must be first. You can't be first. God must be first. Kingdom must be first. You take a back seat. Amen? Do we understand this? Esther had to give up her life to do what she was called to do. Paul had to give up his life. Peter had to give up his life. John had to give up his life. This is the way the kingdom works. This is the sacrificial life. This is the sacrificial life. No, things are not going to go the way they usually do. This is change. And you must be transformed. Some of you listen some days and don't listen other days. Some of you don't study the scriptures. Some of you, some of you are busy doing this, that, and the other. But I'm here to tell you it's time to give your full attention to Jesus Christ. It is time. There will be no distractions here. We've been having you bind your distractions, bind your carnal mind, bind your thoughts, bind your emotions, and loose the word of God over you. Amen? Well, we need to continue with that on a daily basis. 
But now it's time to be 100% serious for God. So you don't get to do what you want to do. That That's just the way it is. You don't get to do what you want to do. No, you have to sacrifice for the kingdom of God. Time is over. Playtime is over. Playtime is over. It's time to be serious for God. Amen? When you pray, the majority of your prayers ought to be for the kingdom of God, for people to come into the kingdom, for the leadership of the church, for the people that God's moving on to bring them into the kingdom. It's time for that kind of prayer. The prayer for you is the last one. Amen? It's time to change the mindset. It's time. Those that are going to be committed to God are going to be committed. Those that are going to flake off, they're going to flake off. You've had plenty of time to decide if you want to live for Jesus or if you just want to be a churchgoer. But God is calling his committed Christians to action. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. We will be having more prayer meetings. Please be prepared for that. We will be having more prayer meetings in the future. If you haven't got your sin life cleaned up, I suggest you get the blood and get to work. If you haven't been continually working on your own sin life, your own flesh, I suggest you jump to work and plan to put in some overtime. If you haven't gotten your act cleaned up, don't ask God to choose you. You need to grow up first. You need to grow up first. We've been saying over and over, it's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. Well, guess what? Here it is. Here it is. No more whining. No more complaining. No more, it's about me. It's about me. It's about me. No, it's about God and his kingdom. Amen? It's about God and his kingdom. You've been sitting there, well, I'm just going to listen. Well, just listening won't do it. You're either going to be full in or you're going to get put out by God, and that's really what's going to happen. He'll pass right over you. So I hope in all this time you've made up your mind where God is and what he means. If you've been in this ministry for over 10 years, and you haven't gotten your act together, why not? Why not? Why not? That's right. There are people in this ministry that have been here for over 10 years, know they're acting together, and they know it. They don't need me to tell them. Amen? If you haven't gotten your own self 
cleaned up, straightened up, out of the flesh, in the spirit, why not? You've had more than enough opportunity. Some people are just hearing about this ministry. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to go on in prayer. Expect things to be a little different. Expect things to be a little different. Expect things to be a little different. All right? Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for strengthening strengthening us that we might walk worthy of you unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in our knowledge of you. Lord God, we serve you with gladness, and we come before your presence in worship. We confess that you are our God. You have made us not ourselves. We are your children, and we are the sheep of your pasture. We enter your gates with thanksgiving. And we come into your courts with praise. Lord, we are so thankful to you. And we bless your name because you are good. Your mercy is everlasting. Father, we thank you that your truth endures to all generations. We want to know you better, Father. And therefore, we will call upon you, knowing that you will listen to us. We will seek you with all of our hearts. We will pursue knowing you better, O God. We will draw near to you. Thank you for drawing near to us. Father, we desire to experience a more intimate fellowship with you. We rejoice that you have made it possible for us to have close fellowship with you, Father, and with our Lord Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor, Father. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. We thank you for it in the name of Jesus. We Thank you for it in Jesus' holy name. Thank you for it in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders. We cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers. We break their powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. 
We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in our places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong man and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of our witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind our trafficking, reporting, listening, watching, peeping, whisper, familiar, electronic, digital, and technology demons in their attacks. We send their attacks back to them. We pull down all of their walls of protection, all of their shields, every one of them down in the name of Jesus, down never to rise again in the name of Jesus, and we send their attacks back in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind our water and marine spirits, our Leviathan spirits, our Kundalini spirits, our sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, privation, artificial intelligence, smart dust and drone spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, seducing, womanizing, and whoredom spirits and their attacks, and all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and their attacks in Jesus' name. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. Hallelujah. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind force feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex crime. Oh, thank you, Lord. Pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching. Spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injury, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, binding all vibrations which are demons. Oh, every vibration that's a demon. We bind you in the name of Jesus. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, technopaganism, mind control, every attack. That uses the satellite, that uses the cell towers and our devices in the name of Jesus. We return the attack according to the covenant in the name of Jesus. As many fold as Jesus Christ releases, for he is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. We want to thank you, and we want to give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We want to thank you, and we want to give you praise for it in the name of Jesus Christ. We send back every attack that this ministry has had in the last six months. Every attack goes back. Every attack goes back. Every attack goes back. Every attack goes back to its point of origin in the name of Jesus. They love cursing. It has returned in the name of Jesus. They love cursing. It has returned in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you, Lord, that you have given us this authority in the earth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts in the name of Jesus. We bind Buddhist, black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, 
Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Chinese, Japanese, Indonesian, Malaysian, Global Cabals, the Illuminati, we bind cities under the sea, and the inhabitants thereof in Jesus' name, we bind every form, order, rank, and type of demonic and occultic activity in the name of Jesus worldwide. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the works of the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind them all in Jesus' name. We bind them all. Every evil plan, every wicked agenda, we bind it in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them all with eternal chains under darkness. We send them into the spiritual cage in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for releasing your warring angels against the powers, principalities, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. We give you the honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. It's in time harvest time, Father. It's in time harvest time. It's time to bring the harvest in. In the name of Jesus Christ. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic in the name of Jesus. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. Amen. Worldwide in Jesus' name. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing minds, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we bind his powers to hinder us in Jesus' holy name. And we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog in every abomination that has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect. We bind all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge and science against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind off We bind mammon and his agents. We bind mammon and his agents. We bind Bozy in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, hinder, besmirch, block, distract, monitor, track, 
confused, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, assassinate, divide, corrupt, confound, undermine, attack, reproach, despise, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the generations of fools and the spirits of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind food, lust, addictions, and gluttony in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, rite, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us, no demons, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind, binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks through channeling, and the satellites against the website and against the leadership and against the body of believers at Miracle Outreach Ministries in Jesus' name. We return to sender every attack against every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back with the full force of God in Jesus' name. We send it back with the spirits that God releases upon it. We send it back with the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. We send it back and there will be no let up. We will send it back perpetually, forevermore, forevermore, until Jesus takes us home. We send it back in Jesus' name. We send back all wizardry, all black magic, all juju. We send back reinforcement. We send division and confusion into the enemy camp in Jesus' name. We forbid you to gang up on the members of this ministry and attack one of them, two of them, three of them, four of them. No, your attacks return to you now in Jesus' holy name. We send back all Nigerians. All Japanese, all uh, tribal, all Chaldean attacks in the name of Jesus. We send back all Kabbalah attacks, all Kabbalah curses. We send them right back where they came from in the name of Jesus Christ. Every Satanist attack, we send it back in the name of Jesus. Every witchcraft, warlock, wizard, whatever you may be. Your attack is yours in Jesus' name. It's yours. It's back to you. The angels are bringing it back to you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, we ask in the name of Jesus that you release your host against them. We thank you, Lord, for releasing your host against them in Jesus' name. We thank you for putting them to flight in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the promises that you have given us in the word to put the enemy to flight in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, False Religions, La La Land, Numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressors, and the spirit in the children of disobedience. Hallelujah. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, 
all Antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, spying, illegal surveillance, spying, illegal surveillance, telepathy, psychokinesis, bio-PK, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you. We bind the illegal watchers in the name of Jesus Christ, and we blind them with the blood of Jesus Christ. We deafen them with the blood of Jesus Christ. We mute them in the name of Jesus. We bind and blind every illegal watcher, every unrighteous, unholy watcher in the name of Jesus. And we send them into mass confusion in Jesus' holy name. Since witchcraft works in the mind, we send it right back to your mind in Jesus' name. We bind all demonic, human, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, food, and soulish sacrifices. We bind the king of pride and all his agents in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry, and we root it out of our homes in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you to open blind eyes and cause the saints to see where the idolatry really is in their homes in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We clean the idolatry out of our homes in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, unyielding, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Basilic, Molech, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, all false deities, uh, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72 in the name of Jesus Christ, and the Haitian deity. This starts with a G. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ and chain you with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, promptings, codes, triggers, charms, 
tumors, designs, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual in Jesus' name, every Masonic rite in Jesus' name, every Masonic ceremony, pledge, vow, and all their powers in the name of Jesus Christ. They shall have no dominion over us. We disconnect from all such in the name of Jesus Christ, and we cauterize the end. There will be no reconnection in Jesus' name. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Our knees, Lord, are to bow before you, not to bow before any idol or any religion in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride of our own opinions and our own foolishness. We bind the work of errors in our lives. We bind being misled. And we return and lose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head, according to the scriptures. <coughs> we bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, and the grips in Jesus' name. But we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. Father, we bind the works of those who work to bring honor to themselves in the name of Jesus Christ. For you deserve the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, witchcraft, and mind control back on their own heads in the name of Jesus. We bind the spirit of slumber in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. That means the church needs to be listening. Amen? We repent of an evil heart of unbelief, and we ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Praise the Lord. We command every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us to be bound and to be caged in the name of Jesus Christ and to leave us now. We command you to leave us in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to leave us now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind every devil that comes when we open up our computers, our cell phones, especially if we have an iPhone. We bind up the origin of the iPhone. And it's demonic in working in the name of Jesus Christ. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us, Father. 
We pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere. Hallelujah. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus. We cover our vehicles and the roads that we travel. We cover our transportation with the blood of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over every attack against our nation in Jesus' name. We take authority and dominion over the animals and demons of the road. We forbid them to cross our path in Jesus' name. We give you praise, glory, and honor. We forbid other objects. We thank you, Lord, that the angels have gone before us preparing the way. In the name of Jesus, we cover ourselves and our property with the blood of Jesus. We take authority over all demons that roam in the night season. Bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything getting into our dreams. We reject all such in Jesus' name. We reject all feedings during dreams. We bind that poison. We command it to come up and out of us right now. We cough it out of our bellies. We take a deep breath and cough. Cough that poison out in the name of Jesus Christ. God did not order that for you. That's witchcraft in Jesus' name. We ask you, Lord, to teach us to be more alert with our dream life. We ask you to teach us to war over our individual dream life, to fight the devil, to bind the devil, to chain the devil, to send him into the cage, to return his wicked dream upon his own head. In Jesus' holy name, we give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord. We pull out all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, curses, anything being sent to us from the demonic realm in the name of Jesus. We bind the devils in the heavenlies, in the deep, in the bush, and we close and seal every open door to the demons in Jesus' name. We cut and burn all ungodly connections, cords, ley lines, soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We tear down, destroy, completely destroy, destroy. Father, we ask you to release the destroyer upon the protections of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you to release the destroyer to destroy all the protections of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. We break down, undam, we blow up walls of protection around shamanists, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars. We break the power of every love spell, vex, hex, curse, fetish, charm, sorcery, magic, voodoo, destruction, sickness, pain, torment. Psychic warfare, psychic power, prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, crystals, root works, everything being sent our way, including tribal rituals and sins, every device. And for everyone who comes to help our enemies, who comes to assist them, we release in the name of Jesus whatever the Heavenly Father has determined for you. We are in agreement with him. In Jesus' holy name, we thank you, Father. We give you praise. We return to senders, spirits of hate, anger, murder, bitterness, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, 
all evil powers are returned to their evil sources in Jesus' holy name. We bind spirits of blindness, spirits of dullness, of spiritual perception in Jesus' name. We bind spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. We ask you, Father, to help us to come to attention, to come to attention, to come to attention of the kingdom of God. We bow before our commander-in-chief, the Lord Jesus Christ, and we await his orders that we will carry out under the supervision of God the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen. Father, we thank you for releasing upon the saints the desire to follow your warfare instruction in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So today, the Lord wants to talk to us. Amen. Win the battle. Where? Your thoughts. Win the battle. Your thoughts. Amen. That battle. That's the battle we're talking about today. You can't have revival without a war. The devil knows he has but a short time left, and he's pulling out every stop. And it's time for the saints of God, for the body of Christ to arise in the power and strength of the Holy Ghost. And it's time for us to act people of God that God has called us to be. Saints, the war is raging for the control of your thought life. The war is raging for the control of your thought life. You must daily rise up early and take authority, dominion, and power over your own thought life, over your own thought life, to grow up, saints, it's time. You must finally make the choice to live victoriously in Christ or to be bound and defeated by the enemy. It's time to grow up, saints. You must finally Make the choice to live victoriously in Christ or to be bound and defeated by the enemy. There's no middle ground. Amen? The choice remains your own. Choice remains your own. The time of decision with corresponding action is now. That's right. It's right now. No, it's not next week. It's not tomorrow. It's right now. Right here, right now. Up close and personal, right now. You've been listening to me instruct you to operate or to obey 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Casting down imagination and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, 
and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought to the obedience of Christ. Every thought to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Some of you obey sometimes. Others, not at all. Well, those who will go forward with the Lord will go forward. Satan and his evil forces are going to come against your mind with full intensity. Satan is planning to do everything within his powers to fill your mind with anxiety, with fear, with defeat, with discouragement concerning the circumstances in your life until your mind is so weakened that you become depressed, frustrated, and filled with a sense of hopelessness and despair. Now I want to I want to pause right here to ask you a question. If this is the condition of your mind, how are you going to intercede for souls to come into the kingdom? How are you going to war against the devils that are trying to hold on to them? If you are so bound yourself, how are you going to help them come to Jesus? You can't do this in the flesh. You need the power of the Holy Spirit. Your mouth needs to be controlled by God. Your thoughts need to be in line with the scriptures. Amen? Praise the Lord. Sin is going to try to weigh your mind down with heavy burdens and pressures. He's coming to put the thumbs to you. Until you are unable to break through the cloud of depression and oppression to reach out in faith and receive what you need from God. Well, guess what? The archive, that's right, you know the archive, the one that you go to hardly ever, you know the archive, is filled with encouragement if you will avail yourself to it, if you will ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archive to listen to the word he wants you to listen to right then. you find plenty of encouragement there if you avail yourself to it. Amen? Amen. No pastor is not going to show up where you are on your job. No, she's not. She's not coming there and say, oh, darling, it's not going to be bad. Don't worry about it. Things will get better. You're not going to ever hear that come out of me like that. On your lunch break, you ought to pull out that expensive phone you paid for and go to the website and go to the archive and ask the Holy Spirit to take you where you need to go and listen and participate, and God will help you. Praise the Lord. Amen. So the enemy has his plan set out for you. He plans to weigh you down with heavy burdens and pressures until you are unable to break through. Until you are unable to break through. The cloud of depression and oppression in order to reach out in faith and receive what you need from God. God's busy handing it to you. 
but you're so overcome with your own burdens that you don't have the faith to reach out to him and receive what he's trying to give you. Paul discovered this situation for himself. He said, in essence, that he delighted in the law of God, but inwardly. Oh, God, I love you. Yeah, but it's just on the inside. It's on the inside. However, in his body and soul, he experienced a war against his mind. At times, this war in the mind brought him back into captivity to the law of sin. What do you mean, Pastor? I mean this. So God gives you a holy thought, and somewhere in your mind you decide, okay, God. But here comes the enemy, competing thoughts. You know, Eve had this competing thought. We discovered that not too long ago in the Word. It took a direct shot at what God said to do. And so what did Eve do? She went along with the enemy. And that's what ha- what is happening to many of you. God gives you a holy thought. You say, okay, God, somewhere in your mind. But then the enemy comes with another thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. But do you bring that thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ? No, you just let it mull around in there until you are convinced and end up behaving whatever the enemy suggested. You see, Satan did not reach up, take Eve's hand, take her to the tree, put her hand on the fruit, and pull it down. No, he didn't do those things. She did that. That's right. He made evil suggestions to her that were in direct conflict with the word of God that she already knew. And she still went along with the demonic suggestion. And there's some Eves listening right now. Paul discovered this situation. He said he delights in the law of God in his spirit man, on the inside. However, in his body and soul, he experienced a war against his mind. Eve had a war in her mind. And when the war was over, she made the wrong choice. At times, this war in the mind brought him back into captivity to the law of sin. Now, all of a sudden, Eve knows what sin is. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7, beginning with verse 22. Romans chapter 7, New Testament. Romans chapter 7, beginning with verse 22. Romans chapter 7, beginning with verse 22. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. 
Inwardly, I'm so excited about God. But that's not how I behave and it's not how I think. But I see another law in my members. Warring. See, there's a war going on. And you can't sit on the sidelines and think you're going to win. Warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin, which is in my members. Paul expresses what we all experience or have experienced after we are saved. We want to do right. We want to obey God. But eventually, we end up acting in the flesh. This battle is won or lost in your own thought life. This battle is won or lost in your own thought life. No matter which way you turn, you can't, you just can't seem to make yourself do what the scriptures say to do. You want to do it, but you forget or you fail. When you put forth effort to do good, you don't. So what do you do? You blame it on a demon. Isn't that what Eve did? She said, the serpent beguiled me. But she was the one that listened to the serpent, and she was the one that obeyed the serpent's suggestions. Yes, he did deceive her. But she had a choice between listening to him and doing what she already knew God said. She did not have to trust what the serpent said, and neither do you. Amen. There are a lot of serpents in this world. You don't have to listen to any of them. You don't have to listen to the serpents from your past. You don't have to listen to the serpents in your present. You don't have to listen to the serpents that tell you thus and so and thus and so and thus and so is the case about you. You don't have to receive their report at all. Jesus Christ is the truth. God, the Holy Spirit, is the spirit of truth. You can ask them. Amen. So many of you are still carrying around this load of something that somebody said concerning you, who knows when, back in the past. And instead of taking it up to the foot of the cross and saying, Lord Jesus, is this the truth about me or is this just a lie? How easy is that? Jesus' report says you're healed. He says you've been saved, you've been redeemed. 
can't lie. Praise the name of the Lord. This battle is won or lost in your own thought life. Yes, it is. Many wrongs in our lives have been caused by demons, but not every single thing. Not every single thing. Your carnal mind, your undisciplined and passive thought life has had plenty of room to work. Your carnal mind, your undisciplined and passive thought life has had plenty of room to work. Many times, You have enabled it through your own rebellion, self-will, and unwillingness to change and do things God's way. Many times you have enabled your own flesh through your own rebellion, your own self-will, and your own unwillingness to change and do things God's way. Paul was explaining to us the power of our own carnal desires of the flesh life, the self life, where self comes first, not Jesus Christ. These desires, with the influence of the demons, Wage war against our minds, against our thoughts, against our understanding, against our feelings, against our will, against our emotions. Now, many of you and many of us give our emotions entirely too much play in our lives. Our emotions have entirely too much influence in our lives. Well, I feel this, and well, I feel that, and well, I feel this. If I went according to my feelings, I never would have graduated from college. I didn't feel my way through college. I did what I had to do when I needed to do it to get the certification I needed to get to get employed where I need to be employed. Feel your way through life. The just shall live by faith, not feeling. The focus of this battle is to bring the thought life and the mind into slavery to the sins of our old nature. The devil's come to get you back. Some of us are just too willing to go along with him. The great news is that Jesus Christ has already set us free from our old sinful nature with its sinful desires, sinful thoughts, and attitudes. You know when you're just too lazy to do what you ought to do. You see, diligence is what's required in the kingdom of God. 
Commitment is what's required in the kingdom of God. Amen? It's not allowed in the kingdom of God. So if you're holding on to apathy, where are you going to go? So then we are now able to serve God in obedience with our minds and hearts. The great news is that Jesus Christ has already set us free from our old sinful nature with its sinful desires, thoughts, and attitudes. So then we are now able to serve God in obedience with our minds and hearts. Verse 24, Romans chapter 7, verse 24. Romans chapter 7, verse 24. O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But when in the flesh, but with the flesh, the law of sin. So the scriptures tell us to walk in the spirit so that we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Matthew chapter 22, 22, verse 37. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Notice he said all, all thy heart all thy soul, all thy mind. Well, if you have other interests, other interests that are equally as important to you as God, you already have a double mind. You already have a tug of war between your interests and what God would have you think, be, and do. If you have another ambition, then you've got a tug of war there. So that would mean that you are yet to become single-minded for Christ. You are yet to be sold out to Jesus. You are yet to become fully committed to him. You see, fully committed people don't care what price they have to pay to do what Jesus tells them to do. They're just going to do it are all in. Amen. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8, beginning with verse 1. Romans chapter (coughs) 8, beginning with verse 1. Romans chapter (coughs) 8, beginning with verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. 
those who overcome the wiles of Satan. Those who cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ. Every thought. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free. I'm free. I'm free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. You see, that's why you find weakness in the flesh. God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That's right. It's been condemned. Why are you holding on? Let go. You can do that. Yes, you can. You've been given the power to do just that. So then, verse 5, Romans chapter 8, verse 5, for they that are after the flesh, do mind the things of the flesh. They're preoccupied with the self-life. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Praise the Lord. So you see, saints, there is no condemnation when we walk in the spirit, when we obey God instead of giving in to the flesh and the carnal mind. When we overcome our own carnal mind and its old nature desires, We are allowing the law of the spirit of life in Christ to flow through us freely. When we overcome our own carnal mind and its old nature desires, we are allowing the law of the spirit of life in Christ to flow through us freely. How? How can this happen? Because Jesus Christ in his death and resurrection has made us free from the law of sin and death. The power of sin has been deprived of its power over us. The power of sin has been deprived of its power over us. The power of sin once ruled over our entire lives, even our inner man, over our hearts and over our minds. But now that power has been destroyed by Jesus Christ. Now we are no longer in slavery 
to the sinful desires of our carnal nature and carnal mind. God has given us a free will. Now we can choose if we are going to cheat on our taxes or not. You see, things have changed. Now we can choose if we're going to start an argument with our family member or not. Now we can choose if we're going to associate with people who do sinful practices that we know that Jesus Christ does not want us to participate in. We can choose if we're going to associate with such persons against the word of God or if we're going to obey the scriptures. We know that some of the practices that we bound in the opening prayer, there are people that we know that do these things. We can decide if we're going to spend our time and associate closely with them or not. We can make the choice. Jesus has set us free so that we can make a choice. Now we can freely choose if we're going to be nosy or mind our own affairs. We can choose if we're going to gossip or keep our mouths closed. Now we can choose not to manipulate, not to cajole, but to let God have his way. Now we can choose, close our mouths, instead of engaging in conversations which do not honor God. Now we can choose to keep our thoughts to ourselves or to divulge information when God would prefer us not to. Now we can choose of our many activities, which ones are the most important to the kingdom of God or which ones are most important to our flesh. Now we can choose to trust the Lord in the affairs of our lives instead of worrying, fretting, or stressing against the word of God. Now we can choose to humble ourselves instead of raising up in pride and pure, unadulterated stubbornness. We can choose not to be stubborn. We've got the power in the name of Jesus Christ to choose godliness over sin. Now we can freely choose to live a holy life which brings glory to God. Now we can choose to stop idolizing favorite idols, but instead fully commit our lives to Jesus Christ. Now we can choose to stop whining and complaining and murmuring and choose instead to praise the Lord at all times. Yes, All have sinned and fallen short of God's desire for us, but there is victory 
Yes, victory in Jesus Christ. We can choose to be nitpicky and fault-finding and judgmental, or we can choose to think better, can choose to rise above it. We can choose to bind our own judgmentalism. We can choose to meddle in things that we are not to be meddling in. Or we can choose to honor the boundaries that are set that we ought to observe. We can choose. Can choose to have an attitude that is not pleasing Jesus and is grieving the Holy Spirit. Or we can choose to walk in the Spirit. We can choose. Jesus has given us victory. Satan has been defeated. Jesus destroyed the works of the devil and set us free from the power of sin. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Sin no longer has dominion over us. Once we were enemies in our mind, in our thoughts, in our feelings, in our emotions, in our imaginations toward God, we were bound by our own foolish, stubborn, wicked, self-righteous, selfish wills to live our lives to please us only, to please the flesh, but not God. But now, through Jesus, our hearts and minds have been set free from the power of sin by Jesus' work on Calvary. We no longer need to trust in a lie. That's what he did. She trusted in a lie. We have the truth in Jesus and the spirit of truth. Our minds and hearts are renewed by the word of God. Our minds and our hearts are renewed by the word of God. Jeremiah chapter 29. Jeremiah chapter 29, beginning with verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 29, beginning with verse 11. Jeremiah chapter 29, beginning with verse 11. God says to each of us, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. It is, yeah, to give you hope, to give you an end that he has planned for you, to give you hope. Yes, hope, hope in Jesus Christ and his promises to us. Verse 12, then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me 
when ye shall search for me with all your all your heart. With all your heart. Jesus wants to give us hope and an end that he has planned for us and died on the cross for us to have, possess, and experience. You know you've got to want it. I can preach all night, but you've got to want it. You've got to want it enough to go after it. You've got to want it enough to develop faith. You've got to want it enough to overcome. You've got to want it enough to battle with your own thought life. God wants to give you a righteous outcome. A righteous outcome. Our hearts and minds ought to be renewed each day. Each day. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Beginning with verse 20. Colossians chapter 1, beginning with verse 20. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. You see, God intends for us to be able to be presented to him on that day, holy, unblameable, and unreprovable. It's his idea. But we've got to want it. We've got to want it enough to do what he says to do about it. We have been reconciled to God. We have been reconciled, reconnected to God. Therefore, God has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a well-disciplined, sound mind. Really? Yes. But did you think Satan was just going to stand by and watch you just get it without any interference? No. He did not make any allowance. Jesus did not make any allowance for fear 
nor for a passive mind. You know, the enemy's attacking and you just decide to ignore the attack. We talk our minds with their fleshly desires, emotions, and wills, which were once under Satan's control. Yes, they were once under the devil's control. Now they have been set free from his power. He can't make you do anything. God has placed his spirit within us, and we have been born again. Regardless of exit our lives, regardless of who enters or exits our lives, Jesus is ours and we are his. Jesus is ours and we are his. Our old sinful nature has not been transformed. No, we have been given a brand new nature. All things have become new. We have a new heart, a new mind with new attitudes, will, and desires. In our new attitude, we don't whine. We don't complain. We don't murmur. We don't fault find. We don't judge people wrongly. We don't spread false accusations. We are not petty. We are not childish. And we do not walk in abject ignorance as if we have never lived on this planet before. Amen? It's not always about us. We have a new heart with a new mind. No, with the new heart, the new mind, the new will and desires, we rejoice always. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say rejoice. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. So while you're finding that, I'll say this. If you still don't understand this message, then write me at gproom at outlook.com. If you still don't understand this message, write me at gproom at outlook.com. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you still don't understand, then write me. Jesus Christ paid the price. Yes, he did. Okay? 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, because if you're not in Christ, you're not even born again. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, 
he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Your old nasty, foul mouth is passed away. Your old negative attitude is passed away. Your murmuring and complaining and cussing is passed away. Your whining is passed away. Your resistance to the Spirit of God is passed away. Your stubbornness and your pride is passed away. Your lying is passed away. Your apathy is passed away. Your brushing off the promptings of the Holy Spirit is passed away. Behold, all things are become new. New. You have a new attitude. New. Jesus Christ paid the price so that we can have a sound, well-disciplined mind. Satan no longer has power over us. He does not have power to make us sin, cannot control our minds, our thoughts, our will, our emotions. He has no power whatsoever over us except what we allow him to have. He has no power whatsoever over us, except what we allow him to have. If a Christian is living in defeat, it is because they do not recognize nor understand that Satan is fighting in their mind. They are yet passive, and they fail to resist Satan and to take offensive action, offensive action, offensive action against him. Christians do not recognize what is happening to them. They're so used to it. They're so caught up in that old cycle of defeat and failure, and depression, and oppression, and lies, and bad behavior, that they are stuck in that cycle. Why? Because they don't fight the devil the way they're supposed to when they're supposed to do it. You see, Eve could have insisted on what God said. When the enemy spoke to her, she could have taken her position on the word and just up with it. She could have resisted Satan and he would have had to flee. Not what she did. Amen. Their minds are in constant state of turmoil. Your mind should never be in a constant state of turmoil. You belong to Jesus Christ. These Christians 
are continually being bombarded with fear, worry, doubt, and confusion. Fear, worry, doubt, and confusion. Fear, worry, doubt, and confusion. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. Satan is attacking and the battle is raging. Many Christians are in a weakened state of mind and are victims of depression. Victims. Here the victorious one lives in them, but they're victims of depression. They're victims of confusion. They're victims of fear. They're victims of ungodliness. They are gripped with a sense of hopelessness, frustration, and despair. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to do it. And they don't know where to do it. And they aren't sure if they ought to do. They are spiritually immobilized. Spiritually immobilized. They are unable to release their faith. Are unable to release their faith. You know, the just um, shall live by faith. Then they want to tell you, well, I, I, I don't know. You know, my faith isn't as strong as yours. Here they are comparing when God says not to do that. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, you don't have to turn there. Matthew chapter 17, verse 20, Jesus says quite plainly, Jesus said, If ye have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. There you have it. That's what Jesus said. But whose report do you believe? Amen? They are unable to release their faith. They are unable to think clearly. They are unable to cope with the problems and circumstances they are facing. In this depressed state of mind, Their only escape is to run from their problem. And this is what they do. They run from their problem. And if you won't give them the answer, they find someone else to run to. You can stand there and say, you know, you don't spend enough time in the Word. They don't want that answer. They want a quick fix. Oh, 
I read my Bible. Sure you do. I've heard that tale for years from many a churchgoer. But watch their lives, and you know that's not the truth either. Yes, but you can read all day. If you never apply those scriptures to your life, then what? The change comes in the application of the word directly to our lives. You can read it, but if you don't change, you see the Pharisees and the Sadducees read the word, but they didn't change. They couldn't even recognize their Messiah when he showed up. The transformation comes when the word is rightly applied to our lives. Amen. It's the truth. Praise God. You allowed to say ouch if that suits you. Amen. So if you want to be one of these people that run from your problems, don't worry. They'll catch up with you. Those same problems will run you down. Their minds are in such turmoil that they begin to think about suicide. Anything, anything, anything facing up to the situation with God, anything but maturing, anything but growing up, anything but accepting responsibility, anything but obeying the word of God, Anything but fasting and praying. No, I'd rather run, 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 run. Well, guess what? Your problems can run too. There is no reason for God's people to live in defeat. There is no reason for God's people to live in defeat. There is no reason why they should be confused, worried, filled with fear and anxiety, or be oppressed in their mind. Well, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Well, if you bother to take yourself to the throne of God, your answer is there. But if you don't show up, what do you think is going to happen? Amen. And then, once God gives you your instructions, it's up to you to obey him. That's right. No, the angels are not going to come and do it all for you. No. Sure, it's time to grow up. It's time to put childishness away. That's right. It's time to put childishness away. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. It does not say the angels come and do that for you. I put away childish things. Praise the Lord. It's not somebody else's childishness that you have to put away. It's your own. Regardless of your age chronologically, whatever childishness is in your life, it needs to go. 
You see, you can be five years old, and there are things that you should have outgrown by the time you get to five. And if you're still dancing around in this, they're going to put up with you for a little while, then they're going to correct you and say, no, don't do that anymore. Don't do that anymore. No, 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 that's wrong. If you're 85 and you still are having a heyday in your own foolishness, you have to stop that. You've got to choose not to be a fool. It's up to you. Amen. There is no reason why they should be confused, worried, filled with anxiety, or be oppressed in their mind. Jesus did not pay the supreme price and give his life as a sacrifice to free us from the power of sin so that we would live in victory over the power of the enemy, part-time, part of the time, or not at all. No, that's not what Jesus died for us to receive. No, that's just not it. He didn't say anything about part-time victory and part-time failure. That's not in the Bible. Continual victory. Jesus paid the price so that you and I can have a 100% victorious mind 100% of the time. Amen? Amen. Amen. That's what Jesus died for us to have. A 100% victorious mind 100% of the time. Mhm. So, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Rise for the benediction. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And everyone said amen, amen, and amen. She loves you. Recast the message. Spend time with your Lord. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Pastor loves you. Yeah.